Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me discord. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. 
Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's all this? Look, lady, I'm trying to work with you here. Meet me halfway. What's with the suitcase full of old junk? Well, this, Mr. Styles, is a Voight-Kampf test. Replicants lack authentic emotional response. <laughs> you think I'm a replicant? That's a little rich, isn't it? Being a replicant yourself? My partner, Inspector Novak, would question the results of a contemporary device. And I need to be sure. Shall we begin? I think you just hurt my feelings. You are walking to work and you see two boys. They're tormenting a kitten, trapping it in a trash can before beating the sides with poles. Why would they do that? You don't interfere and listen to the cat trying to get out. Why aren't you helping? I would help. That's horrible. Can I smoke? You're served a platter of foods. There are oysters, cat, and roasted vegetables. Would you eat the meat? Sure. We all need protein. Is that part of the test? You're in the snake pit, and Iris is dancing. She's beautiful and seductive. She reaches into a basket and pulls out a boa constrictor. It starts to strangle her. The crowd is applauding. It's not real. Iris isn't real. She's... disposable. She's just a dancer. Right. What is it like to hold the hand of someone you loved? Iris is okay, right? Iris is fine. Please, just answer the questions. A child runs out onto I'd a save road. save her. She vouched for you. You like to keep replicants safe, right? Sure, I'd kill the snake. i keep people safe. I think we're done. Thank you, Mr. Stiles.
We left the Wallace Corporation's mega-factories and rejoined the filthy wash of chaos in the skies. Quell had given us more questions. Questions we had no right to even ask. Who was really pulling my strings? One lead held promise, though. The memory labs. I'd read about it in the newspaper, but now I was starting to see the connection. I spent too long hunting Tyrell's creations to put them out of my mind, and I hoped history wasn't repeating itself. For now, keep it simple. Find the girl, find the killer. Sorting out the details is above my pay grade. When Percival got the message from Fenna, looks like we get to play bad cop. What the fuck is this, kid? Styles startles and turns in his chair when Novak bursts into the interrogation. The VK purrs and clicks in the abrupt silence, its ocular lens trying to find an eye in the smoke-filled room. So Fenna tenses up, clenches her jaw, and sits there like she was caught doing something that she shouldn't be. Percival's gonna walk in and fold his arms and just start shaking his head. (laughs) (laughs) As if to suggest, shame. (laughs) Styles mashes out his cigarette butt and lights another. So she'll look back at Styles. And she'll say, please, excuse me again. And then she'll look at Novak. Maybe we can take this outside. Yeah, get your ass in my office. Yesterday. Hey, can I go? And then uh, Novak will, like, pause at the door and slowly turn around, like, and just walk up to him and, like, pull the cigarette he's been uh, mouthing out of his lips. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And just, just, like, turn and leave him. Percival gets the last word in. He says, shame, really. She was one of the good ones. (laughs) And then he'll walk out. (laughs) Are they going to kill her? No reaction whatsoever. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. All right. So you've left him the stew on that. (laughs) Welcome back. Uh, And thank you for, for being so prompt. Then, uh, you already get what you want out of your little best friend in there? I assume you two have an accord now. (sighs) The start of one. He was reluctant to give a serial number, which suggests either he has a criminal history or that he is not an N9. And you got his serial number? No. Not yet. Well, how about I just go in there and ask him? You can do that if you'd like. Let him go when you're done. Let him go. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say that my interrogation style is a little... extended. Yeah, I'll say. For the meantime, I'm gonna get this guy's serial number so I can actually run his fucking info. I really hope you made a great relationship in there, Fenna. I really hope you made a best friend. If you start to go for the door, Fenna is going to stop you and she'll say one last thing. While we're in there, if you wouldn't mind, Please just treat Percival and I like objects, but don't oversell it. Yeah, I'll, uh, <clears throat> I'll do my best to get in the character. Pop open the door again, like, hey, look alive there, uh, 
And, and um, he'll just take a notebook out of his pocket and just slap it down on the desk, sit down, not even making eye contact. I follow him back into the room and I'm standing in the back, again, just looking like, really almost angry, but not saying anything, eyes down. All right, let's get down to brass tacks. Name. Snapping my fingers. Name. Styles. I told you the truth. You got one name? That all you got? Great. <laughs> Max Styles. <laughs> Max Styles. <laughs> I don't know if I should, uh... <laughs> if I should run you on some 20th century database to see if you have a, a, a distinguished breakdancing career. <laughs> Oh, shoot. <laughs> All right, what's your number, Max Styles? I need serials, inset dates. Go. Do you have the authority to ask for that? Hey, uh, Officer Fenna. You've got well-manufactured ears, because apparently mine aren't working so good. I thought the guy sitting across from me just asked me if I had the authority to ask this question. Is that what you heard? Yes, Mr. Novak. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know I was not only dealing with a dancer, but with a fucking comedian. Numbers. Okay. <laughs> ST4-296, September 14th, 2036. Oh, look at that. Our big boy's one year old. Hey, pretty boy, maybe you two share a birthday. Now I'm going to run <laughs> this number, Mr. Max Styles. We're just going to check to see... If everything else you told me matches up with what I find. And you better pray to whatever fucking mechanical god you got that these two line up. Because from where I'm sitting, I got a stiff in the snake pit. And I got a shifty rep fleeing the scene. To me, that's book open, and I pick up my notebook and flip it closed and shut. Stuff it back in my coat and start to walk away. He looks up at Fenna helplessly. I didn't kill anybody. Oh, Father, forgive him. He knows not what he does. He's just a one-year-old. Shut the door after me. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn. I'll reopen the door that Novak just slammed and walk out. Okay. <laughs> I like to think he slammed it right in your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Fana, you're back in the room with Styles alone. I'll take out one of my cards and write my personal contact information on the back. And then, holding his eyes, I'll hand him the card and tell him, Contact me. Soon. This is important. Now get out of here. Right. Thanks. As he walks out then, I just want to kind of be in the hall, smoking. <laughs> And as he goes by, not even making eye contact with him as he goes by, just like, don't leave town now. Have a good day, buddy. Oh, I'm having a great day. <laughs> He's on vacation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your resolve pool goes up by one for smoking. <laughs> the, In wait, increase? And you look so cool. Oof. <laughs> this podcast isn't a source of health advice. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Styles pushes past you as he leaves and runs right into Holden, who shuffles out of a side office. Ah, oh, sorry, man. Black coffee spills down the deputy chief's shirt as Styles keeps going, eyes fixed on the elevator. What the fuck is this? And what are you three gawking at? Don't you have shit to do? <sighs> oh, we were doing shit. We came back uh, to accomplish an act of uh, deception. 
I can't think of anyone less suited to do an interrogation than Percival. What are we even doing here, Novak? Uh, Percival was uh, sitting in on the interrogation in the capacity of an observer. Someone with his um, particular set of uh, diagnostic skills, I'm sure, can provide a wealth of information once we debrief him about what we saw in there. As for um, this particular uh, method of interrogating a suspect that we apprehended fleeing the scene of the crime, I really have to... Uh, and all the responsibility to the uh, vision and creativity of uh, one of the newest members of our task force. Here, almost like <laughs> physically pushing Fena forward to <laughs> pitch her case to... Yeah, no resistance at all. Fena step, almost like steps forward ahead of your um, insistence. Chief Holden, this individual is unlikely to give us the full breadth of the information that he has under these circumstances. It's my assessment that... If he felt safer, on his own ground, he would be much more forthcoming. And he probably has more to say than just being able to identify individuals that were involved in the shooting. I just ask you to trust me. You want to let him go? And you think this guy's a suspect, Novak? I think he's damn suspicious. What are we looking at here, Fenna? This sounds idiotic. We know. We know he was there. We know he knows something that he's not sharing. We're just going to need a delicate touch to get at exactly what that is. And he's a rep? He's a rep. He shares a knowing look with Novak. Something in his demeanor tells me that he's not responsible for the killing, but he knows more than he's letting on. He's lurking around the perimeter of the crime scene, real looky-loo. So, this guy knows something that he's not telling. He's not too susceptible to the, uh, to the hard touch. We have other leads that we are going to be following up. <sighs> and you can't do that here in our expensive facility. Please, just let me do my job. <sighs> Let's do this, Novak. This case is on you. If you follow Fenna's plan, which I hate for the record, you're responsible. If this plan fails, if this guy killed Leah and fucking runs, it's your head, Novak. Chief Holden, that isn't fair. This is my plan, and- Do I look like I care? Get out of my way. That bastard ruined my suit. For what it's worth, I believe in the plan. Shut the fuck up, Percival. Oh, very well. <laughs> Figure it out! I'm busy! Then is going to look at Novak and just say, trust me. Percival's also going to look at Novak and say, trust her. Back when I joined up, if you saw a rep who was back on world and you clocked them, they ran every time. So you tell me, is this guy a runner? I think he might be. But in this instance, whatever he's protecting is going to keep him here, at least in the short term. What I'm doing will only put me at risk. And we know where he is, where he hangs out, some of his associates. We can work to track him down. But as you said, it's unlikely that he did the killing, which is what we're after. To get closer to whoever is involved with that, 
I think we need to take the risk of losing this guy. Would there be any way to track him? Some sort of homing device? Anything that can follow him if we did let him go? Hey, finally somebody's talking some sense. If we put this guy into the wind, I would love a way to know that I could pay a call. I dropped a tracking device into his pocket. We should be good to go. At least we'd know where he lives. And by this point, I would also like to have run his serial number and gotten every relevant piece of information. It may take a few minutes to come back with an answer if you run it through your KIA. Unsurprisingly, it comes back not registered. Even searching his code name, you find nothing. Maybe his file was removed. Who would have the capability of doing something like that? Is that just a random forger, or would you need to work in a more official capacity at the factory or in government in order to make such a redaction? If it is tampering, maybe someone with high authority at LAPD. Maybe even Wallace Corp. And at this point, Wallace Corp and the Force are, uh, damn near one and the same. Alright, interesting. Okay. We've got Animoid Row. We've got Lilith Memory Lab. But now that I've got this file on Max Styles, <laughs> <laughs> that implies that someone is trying to turn this guy into a ghost. Or clean up his record in some way. Mm-hmm. Hide him. There's someone on the force, a key relationship of mine, is my previous partner, Remy Crumpack, fellow Blade Runner and old-timer. Yeah. But he's known to be crooked, and he knows I know. So if there's someone in the force that might uh, be a little cavalier about um, altering paperwork, he's someone I might be able to ask if he's ever seen anything like this or has seen this in particular. Okay, yeah, you can make a connections roll with a bonus die since he's a key relationship. Alright. D12 plus D6 plus D6 is the bonus die, which is always the lowest one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's n- that's no Ooh. successes, is it? Okay. You're not getting any response from Remy on your KIA. Oof. Dang. Damn. Okay, you've all worked three shifts now, so Fena and Percival need to take downtime or take on stress. Since Novak is married to the job, he can work one more shift, if you want. So these two are going on break, is that right? Yeah, I'll take downtime. Yeah, me too. I live by night. Let's go. Let's let's go into the (laughs) night, yeah. What lead are you following? Okay. Leah's apartment, Animoid Row, which was the place that she went immediately after the killing. She went to this Aurelian place and then went into an alley and disappeared, right? Yeah, yep. That all sounds really tantalizing. Um, (laughs) As far as, like, a one-person job, I might just go to her apartment. Yeah. Let's put a pin in that for now and follow Percival. Where are you going after your shift? Percival basically has been wanting all day to continue this project he's been working on which is folding origami he's got this crane that he's just trying really hard to get just right 
So let's have Percival back at his apartment at the kitchen table, meticulously folding this origami. You've been working on the perfect fold for an hour. And there's a knock at the door. I think the knock comes as a surprise and causes just the slightest imperfection in the origami. Oh no. So he crumples it up and throws it in the bin (laughs) and then goes to answer the door. (laughs) Poor Percival. Okay, yeah, no, that's good. There's a stack of crumpled uh, square papers in the bin and just the one perfect one on his desk. But yeah, he goes and answers the door. Opening the door, you find Mirren standing in a soaked trench coat, looking back over her shoulder. Uh, She's like a sister to me. Turning back to you, she looks pensive and without a word gestures to get inside. Mm -hmm. Come in. She stalks over to the windows, looking out quickly, then draws the blinds shut before messing up your kitchen searching for a drink. Um, there's clearly something wrong. Why this expression? Sorry. I know you don't like surprises, but I think I was being followed. Just a feeling, like I'm being watched. I'm sure I saw the same people several times. Shadows. Your apartment was closest, so... How are you, Percival? It's good to see you. Good to see you, too. This is disturbing. You said they're shadows. Are are you actually seeing people follow you, or...? They're real people, Percival. Okay. No, I don't doubt you, Mirren. I don't doubt you whatsoever. I've been on a case. I've had one hell of a day, as a colleague recently put it. I'm getting stalked, and you want to talk about your day at work? Yeah, I've been on the street. I've been on the scene. And it's been, uh, difficult. I've had a few reprimands, but (laughs) one would say, you learn through doing, and I am certainly learning. Who are you working with? I'm working with uh, Willem Novak. I'm not sure if you know him. Ugh. I know of him. Are you sure this is real work, or are they punishing you? Mm, That's a good question. I... I certainly have my work cut out for me. Willem is difficult to work with, uh, although he's been coming around. There's also another replicant named Fena. Um, Oh, God. She's so boring. We worked on a few research projects together. Oof. Mm. Your conversations must be scintillating. She's very kind, creative. Yes, it's very interesting. The case involves a replicant who was murdered. I probably shouldn't have told you that, but unless you're privy to the information within the case... um... (laughs) I saw the body when I was talking with Coco. That's a big case. Mm -hmm. I've heard rumors. What kind of rumors have you heard? That case goes all the way to the top. There are a lot of eyes watching it. Watching you. All for a killing in a seedy bar. A snake pit. Yes, I've been there. Oh, look at you out in the field. I interrogated someone today. Really? Is everyone on leave? (laughs) It went quite well. Uh, No, there was a team of us, but I participated, and, and I think that the part I played helped with, well, whatever the result will be. Anyway. This is exciting, Percival. I never thought they'd put you on a real case. Thank you. 
That means a lot coming from you. Hey, do you mind if I stay here for a couple of hours? Just until... you know. Um, one more question about these... people following you. Wait, were you distracting me? Asshole? This is serious. I'm not mentally degrading. Do they follow you everywhere, or does it happen at a certain time of day? There's a muffled gunshot from the street. <gasps> Mirren slinks up to the blinds and teases them open. Yeah. I noticed them around the station garage and in the markets. I'm not degrading. So can I stay for a few hours? Of course you can stay here. As long as you need. When this happens in the future, will you just send me a quick text? Maybe a ghost emoji. <laughs> that way I know specifically what it refers to. A ghost? That's a little grim. So long as we both understand the meaning. Oh, let's use sunglasses. You know, because they're shady. Perfect. Sunglasses it is. Uh, and let me know. And, and he looks really serious. I mean, he always looks serious, but he looks especially serious. If there's any connection with this and your early memories, your implanted memories... My memories? Let me know before you let anyone else know. Why? I spoke with someone at Wallace who said that a lot of us, the N9s, are having issues with our implants. And... I'm not having an issue with mine, though something... There's something odd. I, I can't quite put my finger on it. Just if, if this is at all related, let me know first. She looks down at the discarded origami. Yeah, I will. Are you sure you're okay? I'm fine. <laughs> I'll get it right someday. Well, I'll let you get back to work. You won't even notice I'm here. She walks over to the sofa and collapses into it. He immediately, without hesitation, goes back, rips off a new square of origami, and takes about ten minutes to make his first fold. Mirren's snoring distracts you right when you almost have it. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're all I've got, little brother. End scene. <laughs> okay, what would Fenna be doing after work? I think Fenna would want to kind of hit the town. I think the most relaxing thing that Fenna does is the, like, whatever the high-octane version of people-watching is. So gotta go someplace, like, uh, really vital, really alive. Nightclub Row would be a good place to start. At this hour, it's a hive of activity. The streets crowded with partygoers looking to lose themselves in the hedonistic atmosphere. I think Fenna would just move among the crowd, just taking it all in. You know, seeing where she ends up. You walk beneath the glowing vid boards, each promising dreams and desires, if only you try their products. 
Spinner cycles race just above the whooping crowds before twisting down dark, narrow lanes. Deeper into the district, the thrum of bass can be felt as you walk closer to the nightclubs, almost calling you toward them. Yeah, and I think that she doesn't stay in one place for too long, but she will go to grab a drink at one of the stalls. Wandering alone for hours through the throngs of pressing bodies, Fena watches moments of people's lives, collecting and cataloging their experiences. Then you see her. Iris. Perfect. Uh, just for a little while, then, I will follow her. At a distance, you trail after Iris, watching her greet friends and stop at stalls. Walking in her wake, you see that she's electric, lighting up the lives she touches as she breaks into easy, infectious smiles. Studying her is hypnotic, like being lifted on an ocean wave. Ooh, I think Venna isn't going to be able to help herself. <laughs> she's going to approach Iris when she's not in the middle of a conversation. Iris, it's good to see you again. Iris almost looks panicked by you, before covering her emotions in a smile. Detective, this is the last place I'd expect to find LAPD's finest. Are you stalking a perp? Who is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, I apologize. Uh, this must seem very strange. I don't usually see people that I interview in a social setting. Look, it's been kind of a day. I don't suppose you'd like to get a drink somewhere. The tension in Iris seems to fade as she relaxes. Sure, I could use a drink. Come on. I know a place. Taking your arm and hers, she weaves a path through the masses, until you find yourself under the neon signage for the snake pit. The press coverage of the killing seems to have paid off for the owner, Taffy, with a queue of eager patrons winding back into the darkness. Ooh, okay. So, going someplace fancy. Sorry, I have to be on stage soon. Come on, we'll skip the line and get some free drinks. Grabbing your hand, she leads you upstairs. The bouncers pull open the doors and part before you, letting the perfume of cheap cigars and stale wine escape into the rain-chilled night. Inside, the atmosphere is almost magical. The shadows and subdued lighting transform the shabby rundown ballroom into a palace. Intimate booths shield deep conversations, as ignored dancers try to earn the affection of rowdy customers. Oh, I feel like I should be observing the people here. But Fenna's full attention is on Iris. And I'll let her lead me up to the bar for that drink. Sure, that looks like her intent. The bar is lit up, looking every bit like an alchemist's lab, as Iris waves down staff. It just occurred to me that I had never seen you until today. Now I find you each time I turn around. A little curious. <laughs> well, I guess you could say that I was designed to be fascinated by people. Hmm. What's your inception date? 3rd of May, 2036. Oh, I'm June. I mean, I'm Iris, but my inception date is in June. <laughs> A joke. <laughs> Beautiful. I love that about you. I'm sorry I couldn't be more helpful earlier. I really didn't see much. 
The woman who ran off? Leah? Was she in your department? Ooh. As soon as she hears that name, Fena's just gonna lock everything down. Because now this is like, this has gone from something kind of thrilling and fun to the case. So she will freeze her face a little bit and uh, she'll say, Leah, no, I haven't seen her recently. Are you friendly with her? Is she one of the people that you know on the force? A bit. She used to come in a lot and watch me from the bar. She always seemed so lost. We talked from time to time. She was nice. And we helped each other out a little. She's watching Fena intently now, really sizing you up. You know how it is for us. We've had some trouble. False accusations. It's nice to have someone correct those mistakes for us. I'm so sorry. You keep saying us. I, um, I'm afraid I don't have the reference. Replicants. Ah. Leah would look out for us. She was helping me when she disappeared. Well, I would be happy to help you find her. Or if, if you want me to help with whatever she was working on for you. You have access to that Esper wall? Oh, yes. There's just some footage. Wrong place at the wrong time. Nothing illegal, but Leah was worried it might attract interest from your colleagues. It might be better if it wasn't there. I see. Well, I don't want to make you uncomfortable, Fena. We've just met. But maybe you can just help me track down Leah and you won't need to worry. I would be happy to do so. How can I get in contact with you? I'll transfer my information to you with a different name for discretion. In the meantime, take this. She turns over a napkin, writing down coordinates and a time, then hands it to you folded. What is this? If you're inclined to help, just make sure this isn't seen. It looks bad, or Leah said so, but it's nothing. I'll see what I can do. Can I ask, in trying to track Leah down, when was the last time you spoke to her or saw her? It's been maybe a week. I guess she was here last night, but you know, I was distracted. I see. Did you have a usual way of contacting her or place that you met? We only met when I was dancing here. Kept it casual. She liked to watch people too. I see. I will do what I can both to find Leah and to take care of this footage for you. Keep this between us, please. Listen, would it be okay if we didn't talk about work or the LAPD or any of that just for a little while? Oh, sorry. I let me get you another drink. You should be enjoying yourself, not listening to me bore you. <sighs> not boring. Fenna will just spend the rest of the time that she has with Iris making friendly conversation. The moment she steps away, though, Fenna will message Novak, saying, Likely new information suggests that Leah might have altered Styles' file. I think the rest of the night 
she'll just be torn about what to do because she legitimately wants to get to know Iris, but it is such a dangerous line to walk. It's awkward, but pleasant. She excuses herself to talk with the staff, which gives you the time to message Novak. When she returns, you see Taffy come up behind her. Hey, Iris, come on, you should be getting ready. Do you still work here or not? Oh, detective, didn't notice you lurking there, almost didn't recognize you in plain clothes. You look good. Um, but you won't find any illegal activity here, I am sorry to say. I, I went over Novak's head and talked to your boss about opening again. Leave her alone, Taffy. I'll go get ready. Until next time, detective. Yeah, I'll smile at Iris as she leaves, and then turn and deal with Taffy. I think everything is up to code here, but I'll keep an eye out. You guys, why is the PD always busting my balls? You can't even see the blood stain. It's like it's like it never happened. Look, look, your tab is on the house. Just please try not to get shot. One is good for business. Two, not so much. He leaves shaking his head. Okay, once I'm sure I'm left alone, I do want to look at that Esper footage on my KIA. I just want to know what it is that I'm dealing with here. Tapping into the Esper wall, you punch in the information from the napkin. It's low-resolution footage of a sidewalk passing unfamiliar buildings. The foot traffic is light as a woman exits a parking garage. It's hard to make out the face as they glance around, then join the pedestrians. Seconds later, an explosion rips through the block. Instantly, you piece it together. This is the recent bombing at Rag Row. It's still under investigation for domestic terrorism. Oh, is that where the Kill Magazine headquarters are? Zooming out, the Esper catches up and starts to render the signage. You confirm Kill Magazine's office is directly next to the blast. Looking up, you watch the lights in the club dim as Iris in a brilliance of diamonds takes the stage. The stark spotlights hit her, and the crowd goes wild, but her eyes are fixed on you as she starts to dance. Oh boy. Okay, uh... <laughs> just have that in my back pocket, I guess. Let's head back to Novak. Married to the job, you're headed to Leah's apartment in a seedy part of Sector 5. Landing the spinner here at night seems unwise, but you do it anyway. The block of housing you land beside is a rough concrete structure, with bars over what windows aren't boarded up. You enter to find the elevator out of order, finding new life as a urinal, forcing you to take the filthy stairwell. Oh, great. Scale of stairs. Lungs are screaming at me as I reach the, reach the appropriate floor. God, getting too old for this shit. <laughs> There's graffiti all the way up the walls, and you have to push past some of the presumed residents who stand there, throwing angry stares as you climb to the 13th floor. Jesus. Take a few breaks along the way. You reach the right landing at last, and find Leah's door along the barren hallway. It was easy enough to find, with skin job emblazoned across it in spray paint. Hmm. 
Is this already a police scene? Has anybody been here to, to investigate it? Or is that, am I the first officer on this? Holden sent somebody to check on whether Leah was here, but they didn't collect evidence as far as you know. They've got the door padlocked from breaking it open before, and you grabbed that key as you left HQ, let's say. Okay, great. You hear someone close a door down the hallway. Hey, cocksucker, fuck are you? Get away from there! A burly man steps out of the shadows, and even though he's still off some distance, you smell cheap whiskey. If you're looking for the skin job, she ain't been back. Now fuck off. Nice paint job. Love what you've done with the place. This uh, your handiwork, pal? Not me. Do you even live here? No, I don't. I guess you might say I'm here for work, Flash Badge. Oh, oh sorry, officer. Tell me, uh, you see this uh, skin job in apartment uh, 1356A often? Not really. Letting skin jobs on the force. Whole world's gone to shit. Oh, no. These days I find it easier to trust them than I do, uh, most au naturals. You got a screw loose, buddy? And he'll reach out and give you a playful shove on the shoulder. Let me help you with that. <laughs> Would she ever cause you any problems? Just being here's a problem. I don't like the way they look at me, thinking they're all better. I don't like the way they smell. The way you smell. And, uh, this little welcome home someone gave around the door. You've been, uh, making it clear to her just how popular she is around the sector? Maybe that was Teddy. I don't write that good. And where might Teddy be? I don't know. Eighth or ninth floor? Oh, I get it. <laughs> Whole nother universe down there. Yeah, you might want to take a breather before getting back on the stairs, pal. It's like, what do they say about hell? The descent to Avernus is easy. It's coming back that's hard. Yeah, sure, I know the same. Damn. Look, it's about time you left. Now, I'm being polite, but you understand we don't like PD around here. And a skin job on top of that? Ah, oh, I can't think of nothing worse. Oh man, well that's just a damn shame. The way they look, their aroma and whatnot. Though from where I'm sitting, that pot smells pretty black to me. <laughs> and also from where I'm standing, looks like we got a minor destruction of property situation here. Might have hate to have to fuck up someone's night with a misdemeanor. Give me manipulation. I'll give you a bonus die because he's drunk. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Oh, no successes. No. If you step one foot into that apartment, I'm going to have to go get other concerned tenants. And Terry hates those fucking stairs. Oh, citizens on patrol, huh? Well, it's not like we can call you fucks. Never around when we need you. We left rotten in the shit. But oh, a skin job gets wasted and the fucking heavens themselves open to find the killer. Can't have one of you bastards die. If you even can die. We look out for our own. We got no choice. Yeah, I can tell that. 
keep your eyes peeled. The way it looks to me, uh, you're probably seeing double. And I back <laughs> to the door and I'm, hey, look at that, open sesame. You can step into the apartment. It's cool and dark with the taste of old takeaway in the air. Flipping on the lights, here's what you see. There's another scene photo for this. The place looks lived in, like Leah will be back any minute. It's a typical studio apartment prefab for this area. The door closes behind you, and you can hear your new friend wander off. Alright, so I'm looking at an apartment, got a pretty substantial bookshelf. Yeah, Leah seems to be well-read. You see the fold-out bed down, unmade. Yeah. I noticed on the bedside table immediately there's a there's kind of an LED light. And there's a photograph underneath it. I want to take a good look and see who's in the photo. Okay, good. I'm always weirded out by replicants who have photos and, and little totems of their past because it's always because <laughs> that's because it's a lie. The photo shows a dark-haired child, and the child looks similar to Leah herself. Yeah. Does the KIA have the capability of taking photos, or do I have the capability of taking photos? Yeah, you can do that. I take a photo of the photo. Okay. And I'm taking photos of the of the scene as well. Cursory glancing at the... Uh, anything in the background of the photo that's of, of note? Concrete buildings. It looks like L.A. Okay, so anonymous urban scene. Yeah, exactly. If I take a glance at the bookshelf, is there a tenor to her reading? Way into fiction, philosophy, self-help. Mostly poetry. Yeah. And this this prickles me. It's like anytime reps start getting too hung up on memory and artistic pursuits, anything where they start to thinking they got a soul, that's when things start getting dangerous. And um, there are a couple books open on the tables. I want to see what, what she was reading. What, what are the these books that are open on side tables? Yeah, there is a collection of poems by William Blake, and it's open to The Tiger. Mm-hmm. And despite uh, Novak's little Virgil reference a second ago, he's he's not the most well-read person in the world. I think he probably just heard someone else say that as like kind of a badass thing. But like, <laughs> right. Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forests of the night. What a mortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry. In what distant deeps or skies burnt the fire of thine eyes? On what wings dare he aspire? What the hand dare seize the fire? And what shoulder and what art could twist the sinews of thy heart? And when thy heart began to beat, what dread hand and what dread feet? What the hammer, what the chain, in what furnace was thy brain? What the anvil, what dead grasp, dare its deadly terrors clasp? When the stars threw down their spears, and watered heaven with their tears, did he smile his work to see? Did he who made the lamb make thee? Tiger, tiger burning bright in the forests of the night, what immortal hand or eye dare frame thy fearful symmetry? You do notice in handling the book that a page is missing. So one of the poems has been ripped out. 
Yeah, exactly. If I cross-reference it with the uh, table of contents, do I know which one? Yeah, it looks like it's a portion of with happiness stretched across the hills. What hand framed your fearful symmetry? What hand framed? Yeah, walking around, there's now getting into like nooks and crannies, like beyond the sort of like surface search, under bed, opening up books, behind books, like in the cabinets, like. Yo, there's butterflies in a jar. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I didn't even clock that before because it's facing away from the direction that Novak came in. And as I look up from this poem, kind of with these words in my head, suddenly like a look of shock, because like any animal is extremely rare. Yeah. Approaching this jar, it's like magic. Like looking at these things fluttering around in there. Give me an observation roll. Hmm. One success. These butterflies are surreal and probably artificial. Your mind may wander to Animoid Row. Yeah. Right. Like butterflies wouldn't stay in a, alive in a jar that long unless they were made by some fearful symmetry. Oh, good. <laughs> it's the Committee of Public Safety. <laughs> Walk up to the door and like crack it a little bit, look out. You see the goon from earlier standing there with two other guys just behind him. What's going on? We have a right to know what's going on in our building. This apartment is now subject under a police investigation. So that's all you need to know. We think it's best you head out now. You're scaring some of the other residents. Now why would that be? Why would anybody be scared of the Los Angeles police? Unless they had something to hide, huh? <laughs> He's got a point. Shut the fuck up, Davey. Maybe we just need some reassurance. Let's have your information, huh? Yeah, maybe if you see your neighbor, you reach out to me. And if I find out that uh, anybody around here wanted to play cowboy, and take uh, matters into their own hands. Meet out some uh, justice without the uh, full measure of the law behind it. That would make me awfully upset. Detective Novak, huh? Well, thank you for the card. I'll have to call because I've got this feeling I can't quite shake. I think there's gonna be a burning spinner outside in about 10 minutes. Yeah, I think I take off. And, um, I wouldn't want anyone disturbing the peace of your, uh, beautiful home here. Yeah? Watch your step going down those stairs, skin job. Easy to take a fall. Oh, no skin job here. And just kind of, like, as I'm lighting up a cigarette for the long, long walk back down the, uh, stairwell. <laughs> but then again, you never know. You never know. You find a hornet's nest. The hornet's nest falls onto the floor. The queen is struggling. You can see her buzzing around. You want to put her in a collection jar and you take her home. 
You could tell she's dying there. Because he's just like <laughs> rattling off this weird and provocative stuff that they used to like, yeah. like administer in void conf tests as he makes his way back into the night. <laughs> oh, God. Amazing. Thank you for listening to Ain't Slayed Nobody. For ad-free episodes, lots of bonus content, and special programming, please join our Wolf Pack at patreon.com slash Slade, or subscribe to Ain't Slayed Nobody Plus at Apple Podcasts. Nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber. See our show notes for full credits, and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers. Thank you, and good luck out there.